0: You know, sometimes I wonder, you know, why you're so interested in monsters and magic. Why do you think that is, Mark?
1: I always have been. I can't explain it. It's the way I am. Welcome to Draw One Last Breath podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm Paul. Welcome to the 56th episode. On this episode, we will be reviewing Becky. Our something to scream about is going to be all about Stephen King, and our movie from the vault will be Salem's Lot. How you doing, mate? You right? Boom! There
0: we go. Streamer.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm alright. <laughs> I think you've gone mad, mate.
0: Mate, it's Friday night. I booked a holiday. I'm going to be away from Swindon in fucking one week. I am loving life. I've got actually got something to look forward to away yeah. from Swindon.
1: That's good.
0: Fucking right. I have been watching a bit of TV, but you know what, yeah. what? What horror did I watch? What horror did I watch? Well, considering Salem's Lot took up most of my week, I didn't really get around to much House. <laughs> so fucking long tell
1: me about
0: it but we'll talk about that later but um yeah no i've I've been watching a tv show i've I've been trying to get into warrior none but i haven't just i haven't got got there yet so i'm I'm eyeing that up um i know that umbrella academy starts next week but i'm watching this martial arts tv show called kingdom okay with uh frank grillo plays crossbones in uh the am you know avengers yeah yeah and that's that's really interesting i think you probably like that so yeah. he's a he, pl- he plays a ex mma um and he's a trainer it's so, all right bit of sons of anarchy ish Nice. I don't know lots of horror hard. in that ah, you know, <laughs> we
1: don't
0: we don't watch horror all the time let's be honest so i had a little bit of a breather and i recommend uh if anyone fancies it the old guard on uh, netflix uh, Charlie's drop, yeah another comic book adaptation but well worth a watch good action in that one
1: mm,
0: cool gore fantastic gore
1: good good i like i like gore that's good um i haven't really been watching much i mean i've been watching do you know what i've caught i've, I've, I've watched a few comedies just for a bit of a change um uh, because com- comedy central of like just banging out classic kind of comedy movies every week um which i just keep catching and i'm like oh i've forgotten how good these are but horror wise yeah all i've done is i've i've uh, what do they say i've completed um the unsolved mysteries <laughs> season series right that's that quite interesting um there's lots the, of watched... horror elements in that
0: i watched the first episode
1: mm. Mm. Very, very very strange um but yeah that's that's quite good so I finished that. But um, yeah, yeah, that's all I've done. But like, like you said, uh, Salem's Lot took, <laughs> took a lot of my week. So uh, we'll get on to that. Should we, should we talk about some news?
0: i got some bits. Let's do it. Show me your bits. All right. Well, I've got a little thing to read out here. Not really read out, actually. Let's see if I can uh, clean this one up a little bit. Um, actually, I might just write... Read this. It came out on uh, July the eighth. We write this to you, heartbroken over the fact that the delay of our film is even in discussion. But if there's one thing that a career in this film industry has prepared us for, is the unexpected. Okay, I'm not going to read the rest. Basically, Halloween Kills <laughs> has been delayed Correct. until 2021. So Mis- another thing that's been kicked out of 2020 and moved to 2021,
1: but a whole year. a whole year i don't think they needed to do that because to be honest it's in the can it's done it's ready to go i think they're just being a bit greedy if i'm honest because it's like i know they've got to get they've got to get bums on seats and stuff but you know october is still quite a ways away and i don't think it will affect them if they sprout but hey you know so what we have to wait another whole year but never mind.
0: I'll tell you what, 2021 has got a lot to live up to. There, there, they got to stuff a lot of movies into that year.
1: <laughs> We're we not going to have enough time. We're going to have to do two movies an episode at this rate.
0: Fucking right.
1: The of stuff just has got pushed back and pushed back Um, is pretty astounding. But yeah, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't it's great. was a shame. It's a shame. It is a, yeah, a shame. I was looking forward to that.
0: However, there's, there's plenty coming on VOD at the moment. There's some exciting stuff on VOD. And I'm excited by this next trailer, which I saw in a week. Mm. um a mm. movie called slacks is about a, pos- uh, a pair of possessed jeans which go on a murderous rampage did you watch this trailer
1: no i saw i saw <laughs> i read about this but i didn't i didn't watch the trailer no i haven't it
0: reminded me a little bit of when you sent me that um link to watch uh rubber about rubber. the tire,
1: Killer sometimes, tire yeah.
0: sometimes for no reason whatsoever a tire and uh, you know so goes and something innocuous happens and this is probably on well maybe it's a bit more fee um less than the rubber tire i can't remember what the fucking why that happened but the, (laughs) the jeans are um in some way animatronic because they sort of are designed to fit you perfectly
1: and so they decide to get up and start
0: ripping people to shreds
1: I'd imagine it'd be like a kind of an anthology thing where the genes get passed on and stuff like that, kind of thing. I would imagine because there's a there's a movie called In Fabric, which is about a killer dress.
0: Right. Okay. But
1: but it's not corny. It's kind of really art house, kind of like highbrow horror. Uh, This it's a good watch though.
0: This looks very corny and cheesy which i like I, I'll, I'll be well up for this when i can find that on vod so let, you'd that you'd like in,
1: you'd like in fabric it's got wanking vampires
0: wanking vampires yeah. i think you've mentioned this before you'd like it all right well this is for you this news my last bit of news go on is specifically for you
1: i think i know what it's going to be but crack on i'll let you crack on
0: known to horror fans for his starring role as aaron born In 1990s, Clive Barker, Nightbreed. Yeah? Yeah. Craig Sheffield will be making his return in the world of horror in a movie called Widow's Point, which is basically about uh, a film that tells the story of a writer who spends a weekend locked in a haunted lighthouse, not hopefully like the lighthouse we just watched, (laughs) to help promote his next book, where he's targeted targeted by supernatural forces. So I haven't seen him in anything past Nightbreed, but there should be a reason for that. That film was utter dog shit.
1: <laughs> I believe there are people out there that would tend to differ with you, sir.
0: <laughs> but there you go, mate. He's back. Cool. Mate. Looking Excellent. Forward, looking forward to that. I think I can't remember whether that's got a September release on digital. Awesome. So you might nice. have to look out for that one.
1: Excellent stuff. Got any more for me, or is, is that you out? Well...
0: I did fail to mention this a couple of weeks ago, but I just found it, um, so I'm going to bring this one up, unless I did bring it up. Funkoverse has brought out a Jaws game.
1: Yes, yeah, they've got a Harry Potter one as well, haven't they?
0: Yes, yeah, so you get a couple of you get a couple of figures in it, and uh, some kind of game. Twenty four ninety nine, coming out. It's actually It's due out this month. Nice. So I haven't seen it anywhere, but. Look out for that. Watch this space. But that looks a bit of fun for those Jaws fans out there, and plenty, plenty at the moment.
1: That's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to. I'll look forward to that. So I got, I got a couple of bits. Uh, interesting one. Lost Boys the musical is nearly done and dusted. So that. I'm be... oh,
0: sorry, I didn't know they'd started.
1: <laughs> oh yes, they've finished. Apparently, they've got one more song to do. Uh, the musical won't be out till 2022 on Broadway uh but maybe that'll give us enough time to save loads of money we can go and watch it in new york
0: you fancy that yeah we'll go we do new york like we should have done and then we're yeah. going to new jersey like you should have done last time yeah, yeah
1: i would i would love to do that would be awesome just I'd do that like a little three-day trip or something into, into new york oh yeah,
0: when, when we're in two years time we we're going to be flush with cash
1: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so that's quite interesting 2020 yeah
0: that's cool man
1: God knows what it's going to be like. It's, I bet it's so corny. I
0: hope the vampire's uh, are better than we just watched.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, an, another uh, interesting kind of little bit of news. So, as you know, Kelly, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, which is, um, she played Rose in the Star Wars films. She's Rose, quite, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. So she's just joined on to a really interesting thing called Monsterland. It's a series. It's going to be shown on Hulu in America. Hopefully, it comes over here. But it sounds really interesting because you might know some of the cast people actually. Um, but it's it's interesting because the cast are people like Jonathan Tucker. He's been in Hannibal.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, I remember him.
1: Caitlin uh, Diva, which is from Booksmart, which is a fucking awesome movie. He no, enjoys uh, that. Taylor Schilling uh, from the Prodigy movie. And Mike Coulter so that that looks really apparently is is a tv show that encounters with mermaids fallen angels and other strange beasts <laughs> drive broken people to desperate acts in an attempt to repair their lives ultimately showing there is a thin line between man and monster
0: well now we know how to fuck a mermaid i'm looking forward to this yeah
1: <laughs> how to brush one off over uh, a mermaid <laughs> so yeah it looks quite interesting uh, monster land that's called so hopefully that'll come to somewhere over here Ooh, we shall see um yeah um and the only last bit is is to say is that it was the anniversary of uh, george A. romero's death yesterday and we're obviously we're recording this on friday um so yeah i thought we we should uh have a little sip of beer for Mr. George A. Romero, remembering friends. Chin, yes. chin. What a legend, because we've yeah. actually met him. So, yeah, so that's all I got, bud. All, all right, right, well, let's
0: move on to our main review. Let's do it. Okay, this episode's main review is a movie called Becky. Um, It's starring Lulu Wilson Wilson and Kevin James, John John McHale, amongst a plethora of of others. A teenage weekend at a lake house with her father takes a turn for the worse when a group of convicts wreak havoc on their lives. (laughs) Right left this, this had a bit of energy to it yeah. i think so uh, t- talk to me what do you what's your what's your initial thoughts
1: well I, I've, I've seen a lot of hoo-ha about this on kind of like twitter and internet a lot of people going yeah yeah this film's awesome go and check it out go and check it out initially um i, thought, I
0: heard kevin smith talk about it on his <laughs> uh fat man Beyond,
1: because <laughs> really? he's in it, isn't
0: he? <laughs> we, we established his Kevin James, but you know, yeah. he um he 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 really enjoyed it. Well, like he said so.
1: Oh, good! I'm glad he's yeah. got the Kevin got got he, of approval.
0: Got the Kevin Smith seal of approval.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Um. Initially, um, kind of watching this movie, I was kind of like the start of it. Anyway, I was like, mm, not sure about this one, um, because it was just a bit like it wasn't slow at the start it was just a bit paint by numbers I thought you know angry teenager angry at her dad and kind of like I was kind of like "Mm, not not really feeling this so far but once the actual wheels got in motion I thought it was fucking brilliant
0: I thought yeah I agree man. I thought the energy was great I thought from the start I really enjoyed I just I thought she had some her look Something about the way, you know, this, I knew what you're saying with the teenage angst and stuff like that, but she just had this, she's got a really unique look. Her eyes are just like, like really intoxicating just to but like
1: look at. I say that because I think that they, they, they are baiting you into thinking that and then they pull the rug from your feet to make it something different. And that's what that's what I mean by kind of paint my numbers kind of like, oh, because they're setting you down the same old route. But then it spins it on his head and it's actually something fresh and new.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like Home Alone on steroids with a fucking murderous little teenage wench. But, you know, I thought it was great, you know, in, in that sort of respect.
1: she, The main character, Lily Wilson, reminds me a lot of Ellen Page. Yeah, OK. She was young. I don't know, just just things about her remind me of her.
0: Quite. She's very good at doing Moody, quite solemn. She was in... Um, Annabelle the first Annabelle movie yeah which,
1: that's right well, yeah. Not
0: first Annabelle movie the Annabelle creation
1: creation yeah well kind of the first but yeah yeah
0: you know in yeah. some sort of weird timeline way yeah I remember from that and I thought she was quite good at that and like a yeah,
1: she was really good in that actually yeah
0: kid actor she, and stuff like that,
1: that yeah. I'll give you that I'll give you that for sure but well, I think that's... this has
0: got a bit of a, a jumping off point from this one because she sort of like really um Sold the movie and sort of took it by the balls, I thought. And she, you know, she's really driving this movie. It's hers, I think, not more than anything.
1: Sure, sure, definitely. Um, by the way, we we will go into probably spoilers on this movie. Um, yeah, I think it is very much her movie. Um, how do you feel about Kevin James's performance? I thought he's great. Because uh, loads, loads of people obviously are going, oh my god, you know, Kevin James you know he's been off the scene for quite a while he's primarily like a comedic actor and just boom there he is in this fucking role i didn't all done up to the nines crazy beard massive fucking nazi tats all over him
0: i didn't think he was a million miles away from his other characters as i thought that he would be like when you've got a like uh tectonic shift in acting from um vince vaughn when he picks up this role and like in cell block 99 and that's a fucking continental shift it's fucking like yeah you know, is it this one he still makes quips but not as not a Kev, not as not as much as we'd expect he does portray still a quite a foreboding character as this sort of head of the nazis i suppose if you like in it or whatever in whatever role he is he does do that and he just sell some of the um I thought some of the violence quite well, but it wasn't, I thought it was going to be a lot darker on his part because of what I'd heard. So I agree.
1: I totally agree with you there because like, I, I I don't know. I think that I thought he was going to go like full on kind of in some, in some places where he didn't, he he, he seems quite a reserved character. Like he's
0: obviously, we know he's an ass. He's got, right we, we we're sold on the fact that he's got these racial tendencies definitely you know and it's but it's more subtle i thought and like some of the stuff which he gets people to carry out because he's sort of like more you know you know some of the violence that's carried out is not almost done by him yeah he's, better,
1: he's good at controlling people yeah he it seems to be it seems to be more like he's better kind of like psychologically getting into people's heads, getting them on side, getting them to do the dirty work, it seems.
0: But, but, he, ha- but he has to really sell a really interesting, really interesting part where yeah. his fucking eyeball is like literally hanging out of the socket.
1: You I know? Thought he, after that, not being funny, I thought he was quite reserved after getting his eyeball stabbed out. Uh, <laughs> he was quite calm well
0: yeah i agree with you i'm like i would was... have been
1: a little bit more angry
0: <laughs> yeah maybe just a little bit um but yeah there's some fucking he's got a great and impressive beard and um you know it, it goes through some interesting themes the whole movie as well you know we, we get to see new families like blended families and stuff like that. There's change um grief it was sort of going on from like, a, you know, morning of uh, Becky's mother at some point. It's not gone away. You know, it's a nice home invasion sort of horror movie tropes as well, as well as sort of like the I don't know, like um, a heavy sort of racism element to it, you know, um, which was which was handled, I caught quite well.
1: It was it was handled quite well. Um, they didn't go too far deep into it um, and I didn't get like full on political with it, which was good um but yeah i yeah i one thing i did like about it and this always makes a, a film 20 percent better is having a dog in a movie
0: yeah although it makes and it they had 20, two dogs well, they had two dogs great fucking hounds they were as well they breed i can't remember the breed they'd actually tell you the breed in there um and that he uses an interesting analogy talking about dogs and and crossbreeding as a uh, sort of racial racial slur which was quite um interesting to sit to, to, to hear mm-hmm. um, in their in their way that they in the way that it was delivered you got that sort of like menacing vibe off him just from him talking about fucking rottweilers it was it was it was interesting but yeah the dogs are fucking like a character in themselves and unfortunately you know spoilers we we do lose one and it, that that set me back. I don't like watching the dog, you know, an animal die. And yeah, movie. I don't
1: mind people dying, but when they right. dogs, nah, not 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 good, mate.
0: So I was, you yeah. know, then I was like, right, popcorn, popcorn out. Let's <laughs> get out. To, let's let's get to fucking killing these cunts. That's what I was thinking. How are they going to no, die? I
1: don't need to use
0: the word dear. Let's watch well, them. Uncalled for. Let's watch them die. I don't think it was because <laughs> they killed the dog.
1: All right, I'll let you off. You
0: let me have that one, yeah? Yeah, go on then. Uh, But, um, yeah, then we're waiting for Becky to get her revenge. And she's only a kid. And you're thinking, what can she do? Well, you know, as um, McCall McCulkin showed us in Home Alone, you can make shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I liked it because I was like, oh, it's going to go off now. And from that point where the first proper kind of she just goes i love the bits where she's kind of in a little playhouse kind of thing and she's just like fucking screams (laughs) like for no reason she's just like 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 no one's around she's just really fucking angry. like it reminds me of that not so kind of crazy but a bit like the orphan where she's in that cubicle and she's smashing everything her arms and legs and it's just like you know that there's some fucking little she's only tiny as well And it it really makes a big deal through the film that this is a tiny girl. She's not huge and she looks quite young, even though I don't, I think she's playing somebody that is younger than her actual self, but she looks very tiny, but it's, it just shows the fact that how much rage she's got inside her, like you touched on with, with the loss of, of someone close and then the dealing with all these other things with like her father and blended family and, and even like spoilers, the death of her dad, which I do not care because I hate that actor.
0: Oh, That's John, John, uh, John, John I fucking
1: McHale. hate him. The
0: thing is, right? I don't really care. Couldn't
1: he's got, he he's just
0: got this weird. Oh, I just don't like his build. But I, lo- I'm a massive Community fan. So
1: I do. Yeah, I don't mind Community. But In
0: Community, sort of. Even works that, with, I'm just like because I don't think he can play anything else but that Community role. A
1: dick. <laughs> hmm.
0: But yeah, I, I kind of I know what you're talking about. Um. But yeah, you've got this little girl going. Basically, there's four four fucking you know Nazis basically versus her, effectively, and she does a bloody good job.
1: I mean, the thing is quite what I quite like about all the attacks that she does. It, it, it's doable, and you know some of the stuff that she does is you, it's not completely untrue that you can do these things, which is really really cool, which I liked. Then I bet they did some kind of mythbusters on it. I bet some fun. They had some, what, they what would like that happen they had if you actually stabbed somebody with a, with a ruler they had some fun with it i
0: thought like you know you know when she come on with like a fucking sellotape loads of crayons together and you know that were really sharp and stabbed him with that and then it's like right stabbing the neck of the group i thought that ruler bit was quite cool because the blood awesome. that yeah. was like leaking out of it they didn't hold back yeah with the, blood right. and the gore yeah. and it was done very well so if you're looking for that sort of like it's not like a cutaway it's ain't a fucking your quintessential uh teenage rompy horror this is fucking nasty this gets that's what i liked
1: because they weren't afraid to to do that either and it was just like you know okay this is essentially quite a a young cast uh lead in in the role but they weren't afraid like you said this is like what's the point of holding back this isn't a film for 12 13 year olds this is a film for horror fans or people that like home invasion type things and it, it was just fresh i thought it was yeah. really interesting
0: the first time this year i felt like saying that i think mm-hmm. uh, i can't remember well, what... no
1: i'm wretched i really like yeah, that's, that's
0: a good point cool. so and it's not that it's not a blumhouse movie so that's it's another interesting one but yeah i really really, really enjoyed canadian
1: as well isn't it it is
0: canadian yeah yeah, yeah.
1: which is cool yeah
0: yeah fucking right and there's some you know nice little montage moments in there if you like your 80s sort of tropes um i thought the violence was not held back on her i thought some of the comedy i mean i laughed out loud and this is probably wrong and my it shows a lot about my personality but when she got hit in the fucking face with a plank i thought that was fucking
1: not only that she gets fucking punched and body slammed by a guy that's probably about seven times the size of her he um... literally the <laughs> amounts of time she gets picked up and fucking slammed on the floor is crazy.
0: Yeah. Like feel early that was, winter. I thought was genius. Um he played I'm pretty sure he does he no, he doesn't play the giant in um in uh fucking what's that oh, the greatest showman. Oh okay. I, I haven't seen this dude before. I haven't seen this man mount. Mal- I don't I haven't seen him in a movie, I haven't seen he this man mount Mal- and you you couldn't miss him. He's fucking ginormous, and I think he I think it was hinted at that he's Kevin James's son, or <laughs> Patrick's son, and his name's Apex, and he's fucking great. He's sort of this gentle giant, and you know there was there's some he's he sort of like conflicted because he's had to do some dodgy shit which you don't see. He's obviously killed some kids, and he don't want to kill anymore, so he don't really want to kill Becky, but he's sort of like he's conflicted, and I kind of like that. I thought he played that well. Yeah, but, yeah she ain't conflicted that's the beautiful thing there ain't no there ain't no like redemption there's no remorse there's no remorse there's no redemption story for becky becky is pissed off all right and if she gets the opportunity to fucking you know take one on you mate don't fucking start doing a montage in front of her or well sorry a monologue because she just popped one in your fucking head <laughs> i thought that was fucking brilliant because yeah. it's like it was like a, a samuel l jackson moment yeah, you know? it it's totally like,
1: out of blue but i just i just had a feeling it was gonna happen because she she's fucking one angry girl
0: it's like oh he's it's his redemption story he's not he sort of saved her and she's like i don't give a fuck you tried to kill everyone fuck <laughs> you, fong i thought that was brilliant i think that was a brave. great it's
1: really choice. brave. also i think it's really brave of the writers and stuff to have a kind of story throughout the let's let's put it obvious spoilers again that that doesn't give you the answer of what is happening so the whole time kevin james's character is looking for the key the key to what yeah
0: and we know he's got a tattoo of it on his head or whatever it is because so they've got... all
1: got matching tattoos haven't they even yeah. the henchmen so but i think it's fucking brave to bring out a film where they're, they're not going to explain what the key's for because they've clearly got some kind of idea to keep it going like is she going to be like some john wick type person that's going to carry on and find more and take a dog with her yeah and like find more of them and keep going what's the plan man there's got to be there must be yeah, more.
0: i mean you know i know i know john loves a fucking roundup of what it's about so you know this movie is just like some guys break out of prison they fucking want to they're obviously going back to a house to retrieve something so they can do something with it but you know it gets kind of um foiled by the fact that um one of the kids is, one of the kids is missing and um she's not going to take any shit and it's just a you know a murderous rampage from there and it's fucking good good clean or unclean fun i really like this one
1: yeah i really liked it
0: i was saying i i wrote down this earlier um death by ruler one could say it was a measured response not funny no don't you like that one
1: <laughs> uh, i think the other death propelled the movie on oh nice
0: yeah, yeah. that's very like good
1: that one, yeah
0: good little good little puns there mm. yeah it was um good good deaths um and a nice finish because she just looks like a fucking naughty bitch at the end like well, she does she just looks like she's got something to hide and fuck knows what she's gonna do
1: she's got that funny smirk where she knows something
0: that no one else does
1: do something yeah 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 crazy but yeah i, I want to see more because oh. i can i want to see her go full full rage full rage becky that's yeah. good
0: it's a good movie i want to go and watch it um i don't know when it's, uh, it's available on all good streaming services so go and have a look for it <laughs> Um what are you rating this though bud?
1: I'm, I'm going to give it because I mean I generally rate a lot of movies that I like obviously quite high and stuff so I'm going to be careful because I don't want to go too high because this there's, there's, I feel like sometimes I rate films too high so I'm going to give this one I think a 8 of 10 it's not It's for me i try i'm trying to think of like the great films i've watched over the last few years and i really enjoyed this movie i really liked it and i'm not i'm not saying there was anything that i disliked about it but when i want to rate movies i try and think about what i've given tens and why And i think i rate a lot of movies too high so i'm going to start re-evaluating how i review movies but it's it's definitely a stone cold eight out of ten for me
0: yeah i agree i'll give it a solid eight it was um, it was it was not, you know, it's not epic, but it's just fucking good fun, and I enjoyed it. It's
1: good, fresh, clean, cool fun. Love the really gore,
0: good, and there's some watch. there's some nice gore in this. Good, well done to the special effects team. Fucking quality.
1: Yeah, it was very, very good. Very, very good.
0: Right, what are we watch next? Oh, mate. Well, there's a lot of buzz about this next movie that we're going to see. Um, it's on Shudder. It is indeed. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and. It's called The Beach House, and it seems to be something to do with, I don't know, an apocalyptic scenario. That's all I I've can tell.
1: I've heard HP Lovecraft thrown, thrown around a lot. Okay. So, yeah.
0: We shall see. But it's got a lot of buzz. Again, I'm looking buzz.
1: forward to this one. And uh, like you said, Shadow got the exclusive on it as well. So they're, they're getting some good stuff lately. Don't they you really guess.
0: are. And they're releasing loads of gems as well. Mm. They're really they're really embracing the uh the lockdown well done shudder yeah more people Come. sign up to shudder do, do it. it right that's do it right well, i suppose let's move on to our something to scream about
1: what do you want for me why don't you run for me what are you wanting me why do you care for me when we all fall asleep where do we go so this episode something to scream about we thought that we would just shoot the shit and have a little chat about stephen king and i think it kind of links good into obviously our movie from the vault as well which is 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 going to be an interesting talking point <laughs> so yeah so i kind of said to you didn't i like well, why don't we just chat about stephen king because obviously you're a massive, massive fan and you've read quite a lot of his books.
0: Well a few, not a lot.
1: Obviously, mother is a big fan. Your mom In, is a yeah, mum we've mom. heard on previous episodes episodes.
0: Um we know Geordie Paul's a big fan.
1: Yeah, Geordie Paul's a massive fan, yeah. But um so let's kick it off where, with what is your first kind of encounter of Stephen King and it was, why and why do you like him so much?
0: is the book. The for me, it's the books. I mean, books on the on the shelf. Your books. books.
1: My mum's books.
0: Yeah, they were just like intriguing because I guess they were higher than they should have been, you know. So I remember having Salem's Lot and being able to see that on the on the bookshelf along with like It in red letters and Pet cemetery in green letters, um, you know, the likes of Carrie, um, Dreamcatcher all these fucking like great books like cujo all, all these fucking great novels and stuff like this oh, the stand was an, another one my mum had this massive um yeah, copy. big old book it's a it? big book but i've got a big, small massive book. book but when she used to get some of the heart some in hardback and i remember the stand being in a hardback and it was just a fucking huge book um and it's just like that it's just like watching my mum read him, and my mum read a lot and so you know she she'd shift room, and they were all up there and along with like dean koontz as well at the time richard backman which was i later you later learn this is another pseudonym of uh, stephen king so there's a load of books on there because i think he did stuff like um, and it's the discovery it's like fuck me i watched so much stephen king when i was younger and without realizing it was king yeah, the, yeah. like the running man i didn't you know uh, uh roman bloody stand by me Shawshank Redemption those ones I just never even envisioned them being Stephen King uh, novels Mm. they're fascinating and fascinating I think the first one the first first probably memory is probably Running Man you know without realizing that's probably one of the first ones I watched because I just loved Arnie loved watching Arnie when I was younger then it would have been it it would have been fucking just there we as soon as it was like the 1990 miniseries so i would have watched it when it came out as well i was only bloody nine or ten scared the living shit out of me but my men let me watch it with a fucking great two-part miniseries tim curry as pennywise the clown it was fucking great and scary as balls man i just loved it <laughs> what, what? and i've got a whole plethora of others other like great memories of watching stephen king with my mum and even my brothers and stuff, like that. and I'll talk about some good ones in a minute and some shit ones as well. What about, what about you? What about what's your first sort of in in inclination?
1: Well, for me, it was probably. I mean, yeah, like south Running Man. I, you know, at the time, I I wouldn't even realize that was done by him either. But um, I, obviously everybody spoke about it. It was always the big thing, Pennywise the clown, uh, and stuff like that. But for me, with my proper first first encounter, because I. I, when i was younger it was an ex-girlfriend friend of mine lent me a book called night shift um, oh. it's obviously all short stories yeah uh, and a lot of these short stories became movies so like i read this book and for me i didn't read a hell of a lot i still don't read a hell of a lot now unfortunately i don't get loads of time but i'd love to but this was a quite an easy book to read because it was short stories so it was i could just clean one off real quick like and be like oh that's cool but it's like it has things like trucks in it um sometimes they come back was in it lawnmower man was in it quit his ink was in it it's just like
0: well lawnmower I mean, man's another one
1: you know exactly I wouldn't think would you
0: the short stories sometimes make the best movies
1: yeah yeah it's really interesting it's almost kind of like twilight zoney kind of stuff yeah i read that book um and i really enjoyed that but Again, it's like like you said. I didn't even realize until I was older that Stand by Me was a Stephen King novel. You know, um, and then, and then moving on from there um, was The Stand, and I was like, look I'm not going to fucking read that, but it's too big. So we're like, oh, let's watch the TV show. And I think it was might have been two parts again. the TV show it might have been more. I can't remember. I remember it's fucking long as well. But I really liked the TV show, and I'd love to revisit it. What well, The Stand? The Stand. Yeah.
0: That stand I actually think was oh, I really think it was three parts. Was it? I think it so. I can't been, remember.
1: Might have been more. I can't remember. But I watched it. I remember watching it on VHS, and I, I really liked it because it's kind of like you watched it. It's like a whole massive journey. Um, but I don't know if it stands up really because I haven't seen it since. But things things that really stuck with me was the films. You know the films like Children in the Corn, massively. When I watched I watched that like way too young Cujo. I can't, I can't even remember how old I was when I watched that. Um, and then and then it went on to when I was older and kind of caught up with films like, like The Mist, um, oh. which I could love. And like you said, Green Mile and stuff like that. It's just like unbelievable movies, unbel- unbelievable stuff.
0: Well, it's obviously um, one of my favourite movies of all time is The Shining. Um, I watched that like a, a load of times as a kid and it's like one of the movies that, you know, that he actually hates and it's nowhere close to the book mm. um in terms of you know the end result but it's a fucking great movie um yeah. and, you know he, he created the overlook hotel It's just oh it's just a ama- mate. it's absolutely astounding that movie and you know that came pretty much from his you know from him and that was i think that was his like fifth book or something like that. i don't know how it all sort of like ties in together but um do you know his first do you know his first release no it was 1974 it was carrie was
1: that the first ever book
0: i believe so yeah i believe carrie i believe carrie was his first his first love i mean that was and that's still a fucking great movie
1: oh yeah man i remember watching the fucking opening scene and i was like why 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 is she in the shower what why has she suddenly got blood going down her leg (laughs) i did not have a fucking clue sissy space i watched it it was fucking great now i understand
0: just you know a, a film about like you know effectively telekinesis i guess was it yeah something like that you yeah. know they've always yeah. got like this weird sort of like sci-fi edge to them as well as being like horror There, you know there's definitely like that sci-fi edge to it as well which i've always liked um you know and he, he does there are some straight horrors in there as well but fucking they are just some of them are just like massive stories it really undertakes um But you know, there's always that. Has he done a good ending? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's always the joke. Um, And he, what did he? He directed one of his own movies when he was high on fucking coke as well. A lot of the time, he wrote these when he was fucking. He's admitted that he's like, he's on a lot of drugs. I mean, you can tell that in some of the fucking stuff that he writes. I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, and
1: it.
0: Christ! (laughs) How the fuck do you come? But how the fuck? You know, he's come up with these great stories. They're like.
1: Yeah, sorry, Carol.
0: And they got, like, a second win now. Like, you yeah, know, they... I they... was just about
1: to say that, like, because I watched the whole Outsider TV show. And I fucking loved that. I thought it was really, really good. Again, I won't spoil anything, but the end is a bit of a, like... Yeah, but, but like you said, but but it's really good character, but, like, his character build inside of it and storytelling side of it is... He's so clever because he brings a lot of just normality and, um normal stuff and then he will just introduce something really weird into it but he does focus on people's normal lives and stuff that's happening to them, like whether it's psychological um, abused um, you know there's always an underlining thing whether it's to do with with people dying cancer or, or, or all these different things it's, it's quite clever so the way he brings the real real element into it and then then the kind of like the the weird shit comes into it as well it's clever
0: yeah and, and it's it's that whole um, easter egg thing mm. it's almost like not the original easter egg but there's a, a lot of his books are cleverly tied as mm. well they do sort of like bridge bridge the gaps you'll talk you'll sort of see a a minor thing talked about in one book become like a massive thing in another book, like the Dark yeah. Tower series and stuff. Apparently, but I don't know. I haven't read all of them, so I don't know. But I just this is just stuff I've heard. Mm. There was an interesting one. I got to talk about one of those shittest ones, but also one of my. It's the shit. It's it's really bad yeah. as, a, as a TV series because a lot of these ones I've watched as TV series rather than read the books. Yeah, I, and I need to start maybe, you know, taking a step back and going back through the novels. Mm. I think the only ones I've read is it. Um, The Stand, Salem's Lot. I've read, Shining. I've read. Um, I think that's it. Pet, oh, Pet Cemetery as well. But there's just loads out there. I need to pick up and have a little shifty. But um, there was one interesting one that um doesn't get enough
1: there we go i know what this
0: is gonna be the langoliers man fucking langoliers so hard for this movie i just don't know why (laughs) man whatever it was i think it was i don't know what it was i think it was like a mini series like the rest of them and stuff but um but i watched it we just watched it in one one shot but it's just fucking nuts and i'm just like i did a bit of i did look it up earlier and it's from the i think it's another short story one like night shift called four past midnight and and it's just um it's fucking batshit they're just on a fucking plane like in in the middle of nowhere like an airport and it's like i don't I, i think they're i think they're in purgatory i think um and it's sort of like there's these weird mouths devouring everything and it's sort of like it's so weird they're like chainsaw mouths but they've coming off from a long way off and it's, like, it's fucked up, man. It's so bizarre and weird. Maybe
1: that's where your love of, like, shit things like Sharknado comes from.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe.
1: Stems all back to Langley's. But it was fucking... I don't know, man. I just
0: always remember it. I know, I know it was kind of shit, but we, we, me and, like, my brother were just, like, watching it and mesmerised how fucking awful it was, I think. And I just, like, I just love shit like that.
1: <laughs> Brilliant stuff.
0: What about what's one of the worst ones you watched, minus maybe what we watched earlier
1: (laughs) I don't know before this week (laughs) I remember being really really excited about watching Sleepwalkers okay I ran to the fucking video shop and I rented it and then it was just about fucking some woman shagging her son pretty much all the way through the film and like I was like when do they change into cats that's what I want to fucking see and like (laughs) and then it doesn't happen for ages and then it's fucking a tiny bit at the end I was like that was fucking horse shit sorry if people like i remember
0: this... being disappointed with christine a little bit mm. i think when i watched that and um because there's some era around that as well like um sometimes they come back
1: mm.
0: oh god i've got that on dvds so then,
1: then then you get then you get a smasher like misery comes along yeah and just fucking like out the park because a uh, bit off a tangent here like i i watch um uh, goggle box um sometimes yeah all right shoot me I don't care. It's a bit of light relief, but I watch it sometimes. But the best thing is that they they put on misery, and they were all watching misery. And the reactions from some of them, even now after so long, was like some of them knew what's happening because they've seen it before. They're like, "Here it comes! Here's, here's the bit! Here's the bit!" And some of them were like fucking screaming at that part. And like when he's trying to get out, they're like, "Fucking run! Like we'll get out! Get out! Oh no! Get back into bed!" And it's like she's coming, and it's like it's really funny seeing people's reactions that have never seen the movie before well, i think
0: Just in the like book that. i think someone told me once that in the book it's worse so mm-hmm. it's always worse in the book i think generally but
1: yeah, i suppose they go they I think to go
0: into more detail she like knocks it with a sledgehammer i think she mm-hmm. i don't know i can't i don't know if this is true i think she cuts it off so but kathy bates is fucking great and mm. Kathy Bates and, and James Khan what a fucking great pairing!
1: Yeah, that's 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 casting at its best. She,
0: and she won the Oscar. Mm. Yep. That. Because we we, we we had a bit of trivia from my because my um because Katie you know a listener yeah brother, brother's girlfriend she's a big Stephen King fan as well and she always throws trivia at me.
1: She's uh, not just your brother's girlfriend, mate. She's now Katie that listens to the show. <laughs> All right. Stop labelling her my brother's girlfriend. She's her own person.
0: She is definitely. Um, but yeah, that, I think some of like the other ones worth mentioning probably like Firestarter with Drew yeah. Barrymore because yeah, that was always played yeah. at level level three um, in the background.
1: That was, that was a nightclub we used to go to. They used to play it on the walls yeah. all the time. Yeah.
0: That was fucking epic, and it, that was you know good. I think that's interesting. It's not the best movie in the world, but. It is just one of those ones where you just want to watch it for some reason. I don't know. because Drew Barrymore just
1: goes. <laughs> well, you can't forget Shawshank as well, mate. So, like, people that say you can't finish. Come on. Finishing a Shawshank? Come on. The finishing of The Mist? Even, like, Stand it's By different Me. different, though, isn't it, in the book? I don't know. I think it is yeah i can't it's, remember i don't, I don't know oh, if you... stand by me mate oh, i just make me want to go and watch it now love that movie it's just like that is a special movie because it's such a great movie all throughout and then just that last little couple of lines that they say at the end is just the biggest fucking kick in the balls <laughs> you've just gone through this really nice story about these guys forming a friendship oh and yeah so-and-so goes on to do this and so-and-so goes on to do this and then so and so broke up a fight in a, a in a fucking restaurant and then got fucking stabbed and killed. And it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake! we <laughs> real, real, really upset me when I was a kid. Is like, what a That's lovely of, film. Oh uh, fuck!
0: It's one of the like greatest like coming of age movies I think that has sort of yeah. ever been made. I it's think it's great. It's and I think funny. the I think the premise was around uh wasn't it like i can't remember the book the where the story came from i think it was something to do with the de- it was definitely something to do with the dead body yeah i think it might have
1: been called the body
0: i think it might just been called yeah. the body but yeah <laughs> fucking don't know don't know that but um yeah that what else what else are we missing some of the biggies obviously pet cemetery
1: yeah
0: watch out for Old trucks we just Walking. like that. green mile Green mile uh-huh. yeah that's um that's epic. Some of his newer ones and stuff are starting to be turned in. I mean there's some a lot of TV shows now.
1: Right. We're having under a re- the... renaissance, aren't we? We're having a renaissance. Under Maybe the Dr. Do- sleep.
0: Yeah, under the dome.
1: Yeah.
0: I watched some of that. There was the the, the initial part where the dome okay, comes down.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did give up, but the initial part where the dome actually like starts and it comes down, it slices a cow in half. It got me from that you know that that was fucking epic but the rest of it i was just kind of like i lost interest uh was it john john cusack was in um one what was he in the cell he's in is that one yeah the cells one
1: yeah
0: but he's also in um that one with the room something like room 1408 or something uh, like that yes yes yes, yes. Like he's in that one i've not seen that one but the cell yeah the cell's another one and uh yeah. um, he's in i quite like that i watched the movie
1: and i thought that was quite cool i,
0: thought, I haven't watched the tv series um let the one with the date where you can go back in time for into the jfk era 11 something
1: 68 or something like that oh yeah that was That's um tv series um someone else wasn't it yeah i remember yeah yeah, it did, look, it did look interesting at the time, but I just didn't get around to watching it.
0: Yeah, it's just lots. It's just a. Fun, he's just a. Uh, he's seventy-two now, so he's got. You know, he's on his. He's got to be in his twilight years, but he can just. He's written so much books. Um, I mean, I don't know. Somebody people have said like some of his newer stuff isn't as good, but you know, he's done fucking great for a long bloody time.
1: He's got a son that writes though now, isn't he as well? Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Passed it on. There.
0: Yeah. I still can't get over that bloody um, the horror doc, the image of him doing the trailer for Maximum Overdrive. I thought that was fucking nuts. I mean, that's cool. That's tr- trucks, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Not ma- is it Emilio Esfes?
0: Emilio Esfes. But then you got Ewan McGregor starring in... Um, oh, is it called The Night Shift? He stars in one.
1: No, oh, it
0: could be. Because obviously Doctor Sleep wasn't his first Stephen no. King. So... It's just a lot of it's a lot of actors.
1: There's well. also that TV show that intertwines all the uh, different characters, doesn't it? Um, Castle Rock. Castle Rock, yeah, which we still haven't got. You can buy it now um, in all good shops, but I I really want to see that. That apparently it's really really interesting.
0: I, I think that you dig that.
1: it. I think you dig it because you'll you'll know a lot of the characters. Really intertwine.
0: Dreamcatcher was interesting. I quite like that. Is that Damien Lewis? Yeah,
1: Dreamcatcher's good. That like, you know, that John, John Cusack's in that as well, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, oh, no,
0: sure he awesome. is. Okay, I'll take your word for that one. The Skeleton Key, I haven't seen that one. Finner, that's probably. They probably skeleton, key, skeleton Key's quite good. Is it, well, they've done that as a, as a movie, have they? That's a movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Finner. Yeah. I've not seen that. Is, that. is that a movie?
1: It is, yes.
0: Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> quite yeah, morbid yeah. Ger- Gerald's Game
1: oh, mate that film is crazy fuck it with the hand man that's <laughs> yeah, crazy oh John, John Cusack's not in Dreamcatcher I fucked that up it's Morgan Freeman they look very similar come on <laughs> yeah Damien Lewis is in it as well and Jason Lee I fucking forgot about him I Jason, Jason was Lee good. and
0: Donnie is oh, <laughs> but it's weird that movie because the CGI is pretty shit in it
1: yeah but it was yeah, it's of that time, isn't it? You know, yeah. Two thousand and three.
0: Yeah. Could have done better with. Um, with could that have
1: done better. There. Just bring back all the. But they're
0: doing them. they you know they've just so what they, we've got a second pet cemetery and a second, um, it so far. Yeah. What's I mean, you know, and you the could, stand is in the works.
1: You could say like without Stephen King, there probably wouldn't be no Stranger Things and stuff like that. Yeah. There's so many Steve, you know, Stephen King things in that as well. It spawned lots of different things, and it? it spawned a lot of writers as well, and a lot of other kind of inspiring stuff. So he, he's got such, you know.
0: He's you got know. a lot to take cre- cre- credit for and a lot to blame. Yeah. His for.
1: his <laughs> estate at the moment must be worth loads because it's just so, it's just, his whole renaissance has just come in to play now, isn't it? And everybody wants a piece. Secret okay. Windows, another one that johnny depp one johnny depp i quite like that little twist at the end Mm. it's good but should we be talking about johnny depp at the moment
0: yeah definitely it's amber heard's fault
1: it's not not guilty yet
0: (laughs) isn't i thought she beat him up i'm not really sure what's going on i sort of half watched the news i thought every time i turn it on i'm sure she's being accused of punching him so i don't really know what's going on allegedly anyway but like creep show is it creep show Yeah creep show yeah he co-wrote yeah he co-wrote the creep show so he's done yeah. his same tv stuff as well which is fucking cool Sorry. but yeah with the man the legend that is stephen king and i think after, we, we should probably get on to his this is his second we're going to talk about his second book mm. i believe his second second book. is it Ooh. yeah
1: good knowledge there my son
0: and yeah and so we will get moon should we now move on to our movie from the vault let's do it Okay, take it away, Matthew.
1: So, this movie from the vault is Salem's Lot. So, Salem's Lot is a town which a new member, Mr. Stryker, has taken as a new home. And he has a mysterious partner, namely Mr. Barlow. Not too long after Stryker arrives to Salem's Lot, people start disappearing from sight and dying from odd causes. Then, are dead dan what could it be where do we start with salem's lot so you've read the book of salem's lot
0: yeah let's start with the running fucking time (laughs) right three hours 20 minutes is typical imdb however i the one in the one i watched amazon uh, um was three hours two minutes yes so does that mean it's missing 18 minutes i mean i'm glad um, maybe it's missing 18 minutes of important gore and stuff maybe maybe the important stuff's in that 18 minutes and they just got rid of it all i don't know matt you're an r i don't i know you didn't know
1: um no look this is this is the thing about salem's lot is that i have not i've I've never heard a bad word about salem's lot right i've never heard anything Oh really? I've, I've heard a lot, I've always seen loads of stuff online and, and some people, you know, some people out there love it, absolutely love it. And I think people are affected in different ways and they see things when they're younger and that those memories stick with them. And obviously some certain films have certain things that people like have connections to. This for me is not one of them, unfortunately. Um The cast, the cast. It's 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 directed
0: by Toby
1: Bloody Hooper.
0: It's directed by Toby Hooper.
1: Yep, it is. You know? What? Well, he was paid to do a job. He took the money and damn did he take the money. It's directed very well. Yeah, but this is the thing which I was going to get onto is the cast is, is fantastic. Most of the acting is fantastic. However, Let's get one thing straight. This was not meant to be as a film. Um, you know, they didn't want a film. They wanted a TV series, a 2 part it was
0: a two-parter.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was, really yeah. It was so I wanted to. So this is why. Obviously, this is not a movie. This is really. It was intended to be a two-part. TV. I watched.
0: I watched it in two parts. I had to because I wanted to claw my eyes out. But
1: so so no, I watched it in two parts. Um, and obviously, throughout the whole thing, you can clearly see where the ad breaks were as well. It fades out. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you got you got some fucking amazing actors. I mean, David soul is good, obviously from Starsky and Hutch fame, and James Mason, which is a massive, massive, you know, great actor. Um, But for me, this movie was just so, so, so slow. And it, it just pondered on things that didn't need to be pondered on for way too long. Just like people getting out of their car and coming up and walking up the hill and for like about eight ten minutes and it just it was just so long and you know
0: you don't get to see the vampire until like i think the the two hours and 40 minutes
1: and what an entrance
0: (laughs) yeah you know and don't get me wrong he's like it's it's interesting like vampire choice and stuff like that it's like not for to you can clearly see that they're taking the piss in uh, what we do in the shadows from this. You know, he looks like what, a spin. Yeah, in
1: what it. we got from the shadows. Yeah, what yeah, we you know? stole from this, yeah. But,
0: I mean, the production, the um, the location's cool. The house is very cool, inside and out. I've...
1: Yeah, we'll get onto to that later.
0: <laughs> good, choice, good choices. Um, What's Matey Boy's name? Matey Boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: the oh, main Ray, guy. Ray boy.
0: Not Barlow, not Striker. The what the sort of um I suppose the is he now a would-be...
1: Ben Mears.
0: Yeah, so David Ben Salt. I didn't really want to write any of their names down. I didn't really want to remember much of it to be honest. Um so old oh, Ben, um yeah. Starsky or Hutch,
1: can't remember I, uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean Starsky, he was
0: a lot of foreboding looks oh, he's, he's a great he's, a and he, he's, he's, got, he's he's in a town of um what i think it was less than two thousand people the population
1: 2013
0: i think yeah and he's um he's already smashing chicks. you know smashing susan by the lake like day two fair <laughs> yeah, play to him
1: i love the introduction of uh he just he's just reading one of his books and he's just like turns up and she's like you're the you're from the book you're from the book brilliant let date yeah but he is originally from there right
0: i i believe i, I believe so yeah. yeah yeah he has some problems he wanted to write about the house didn't he that mm, that yeah that he was staying which is why he was looking at it so foreboding
1: mm. i mean they, they do try and sandwich obviously some some issues into the that, well, issues some some things that are happening in a small town like affairs which is fucking hilarious <laughs> um, that's one of the best bits yeah <laughs> it's, it it's got fred her. willard and he's recently yeah. died didn't he fred willard yeah um but that is so that's so funny it's just weird it's, but why were there
0: why were there pauses
1: was that an ad break? Whenever there was like a oh yeah, there's like a little fade out, and that was obviously an, ad, an, an advert an time for an advert. This is an eighteen. Ah, uh, yeah. Why is it an eighteen? Well, did you see that girl's outfit? It's a bit mm. naughty. What? <laughs> there's
0: nothing eighteen about this movie. That I could. I, there's no swearing in it. I think in one for one. Mm. There's no drug use for another. There's no gore. It's not There's really been, any
1: blood. Yeah.
0: No blood, right? The only dead thing you really see is the dog, really, yeah, which sick. is
1: really bad. Which is really shit. They run out budget yeah. on that dog, didn't they?
0: They really did. Um, and any time Oh, God fucking, hell. they spent all their money on this, on the shittest, probably the shittest production fa- entry of a vampire I've ever seen in my life.
1: I think, that, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they spent loads of money on production, like mm-hmm. to to build stuff. And then they spent spunked all their cash on actors. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Because, like, I'll get on to some bits in Matt's facts later on. But uh, the fucking kid, the kid
0: vampire coming through the, 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 the window is supposed to be one of the scariest bits in the book. But and like, yeah. What have they got him on, like a fucking fishing, a fishing pole pretty much sort of like i mean yeah. it's okay I, i'm pissing on this a lot but it's classic it's classic horror isn't it it's 1970s 1970, well, 1979 like, like you
1: said, a lot of people would have what i mean you've got to put yourself in your shoes when you're seven or eight years old and you've not seen anything like this kind of thing and then you see that scene of, of a kid scratching on the window that looks <laughs> fucking scary you probably are going to shoot yourself a little bit and you're going to have memories and it's going to stick in your brain and I think there's certain people that this movie will will be um, a kind of movie that sticks in their brain. Maybe not so much if they revisit it when they're older. But for me, I just thought it was just too, it was a, it was a long old slog. Um, and to get to where it was going. Um, and it took a long, long time to get there. And yeah, I want to see some fucking damn vampires sucking blood and shit. And yeah. they don't even show that. But maybe it maybe it does cut away. Maybe that is why it's an eighteen. Maybe it cuts away in the version we saw because every time they go in for the kill it kind of freeze frames, doesn't it?
0: I and think that was I think that was done on purpose. But anyway, um, I have a couple of funny things to talk about from mm. it, which I thought was quite interesting. When she when she talking about that affair and when she's yeah. like suddenly crying rape i thought that was uh, i mean she, she's got um she's got the person that she was having an affair with in there her boss right her boss right and he's he's coming in with a shotgun and he's saying he's she always he, oh, raping me he's like what
1: <laughs> he knows <laughs> what's up
0: it's st- he knew what was up. that was one of the stupidest things i've ever seen it was fucking like comical it was so bad um there was a bit where somebody, somebody's like he's going on about getting the moving company and getting the the box.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah,
0: And uh, and he goes, and he's like getting all the writing all the requirements down, and he's like, uh, yeah. So two, and what's his name? Straker. He's saying, no, uh, I need two movers are required for this box, and he just writes, and he writes and says, two men. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool sexist well, that's sexist right. yeah
1: it. nowadays with it yeah
0: kids in the wood i wrote was pretty awful i mean they i, bon- I wanted both of them to die anyway they were awful <laughs> <laughs> the vampires were fucking awful coming through the window those scenes with the smoke it's just done um, it's just done slow and and drawn out it's too slow i don't know it's, it's just,
1: too it, slow the whole thing was just yeah it was just drawn out too much and they focused on too much i think of 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 the characters and what was going on around them and and it it just didn't for me it just didn't sit i didn't relate to to any of the characters i didn't want any of the characters to kind of like you know i didn't i just yeah i was just like when are we going to see a vampire and but then when we do it's it's fucking hilarious the first i think it's the first appearance you actually see of mr barlow is in that kitchen and it's the funniest fucking thing is when he grabs the two parents and knocks their heads together. And that kills them.
0: That kills... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That kills them, right? They're dead.
1: (sighs) Yeah. They're dead.
0: Because the kid's on a a murderous spree. Why is he leaving the kid alive? Why is he having to go at the priest that he's never met before? There's so many holes. I don't remember any of this from the book, so fuck knows. But there must be a reason for it. But yeah, the kitchen quake was quite hilarious, I thought. And then one of the funniest scenes well not funniest but it's just like <laughs> so he's got a semi-relationship with this fucking woman susan and yet the, the when he's rescuing her supposedly um and he it takes about 50 fucking hours, hours. to <laughs> ram a stake through uh, the vampire's art um and then he's like right let's set fire not much to... of a showdown was it no let's set fire to the place um and he goes sorry susan
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he soon, could have found nowhere me. to be seen.
0: He could have, he didn't even try to have a look for her. He didn't even try. They're just have like, down, yeah, didn't even try to have a look for her. And then he I think...
1: look in a couple of rooms or so, you know, sh- maybe shout at her name a couple of times, yeah. you know. Didn't, fuck even try. didn't bother, kill the vampire, fuck off, set it alight, yeah. And then j- time shift, we jump, don't know how many three people, years, I think it was, was it? And they're in what's supposed to be looks like a foreign place because they've just got a, like they've obviously made a set that looks a bit kind of moroccan-esque to make it, can, it, like,
0: is it gambia i think it's gambia, it gambia, gambia. i think so. like,
1: they've made this set and it's obviously a set because it's all like indoors and just stone walls <laughs> and they've got a bit of a tan they've gone you know go out and get a bit of a tan put this go out in the sun for a bit because you've you, got to make you can it have,
0: a you can have a little bit of a beard just a, just a few strands yeah
1: and now you're vampire hunters. Are don't they go.
0: though? Are they running away or are they vampire hunters? I don't know. I don't know if they're hunting them. I, I, to be honest, I,
1: to be honest, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm really I, sorry about this. Well, I I picked it because it's one of the films I've always heard loads of people saying was like, "Salem's not, like, oh yeah, Salem's Lot, like, brilliant, brilliant, Salem's like. And I uh, pick up a work and I always and the, the the vampire on the front is synonymous. It's just like that kind of bold vampire like you touched on earlier i just like i just think it's one of those things i feel like i should have watched yeah um and i seriously seriously thought it was going to be a lot better than it is and that's my personal opinion um i thought it was going to be a lot lot better than that
0: yeah maybe we just don't like that maybe we just got to watch a few more Hammer horror uh, era. I just, but then I just, I think they've got to be better than that. I don't know
1: because the timing on those Hammer films are not like fucking three hours.
0: Yeah, true. In and out, please. I think yeah, it was just too long, um and they need to hammer homes, hammer the character development maybe quicker. I don't know, just not
1: really. I mean, we we are probably remember we are probably now adapt to this lifestyle of seeing films that are crammed full of, you know interesting stuff straight from the get-go you know we are we are very lucky to live in an age where we get just you know entertained and we're expected to be entertained from start to from start to end and this movie is just a slow burn i mean i remember when we did amateurville yeah. Got how lot how kind of slow that film was for me uh i can't remember it when i was young i remember it being, Again, I probably blotted all the boring and stuff, that, and similar, stuff. And that's similar that stuff
0: scares me. Interesting, that it's similar era.
1: Yeah, I think it's just yeah. this the sort of era it's coming out of that age of we must have the best actors and we must have the grittiest like story and acting and it must be prem you know but well, prem think, la creme. Yeah, then, so
0: let's, let's do let's do horror, but let's do horror like really artsy, well, like yeah, the Shining. I mean, the kind of like the kind of like the Shining right and um, the shine because obviously you know it's shine it's still horror movies are kind of like looked down upon if you like
1: maybe yeah i think it's just you're just coming out of this era of like you know especially when you're covering vampire type movies like you said earlier, it's the hammer house kind of vampire spliced in with kind of late 70s tv so yeah kind of catered for the people that love watching TV, like, you know, the mums and dads that are, are, are older than the kids. So they're, they're kind of saying, yeah, let's do a bit of horror. People love Stephen King, but let's make it like a TV soap. That- so that, that's why they put these things in it, like, you know, affairs and yeah, and, and love stories. And, and I think that's why, because they catered for it to be a TV show specifically marketed for TV. Yeah. And I think that's where they went wrong.
0: I agree, and like it, it, maybe I had that sort of way it was shot. It reminded me of like Sons and Daughters that my mum used to watch, oh and like God, yeah. And I was just like, fuck, I can't fucking it <laughs> Yeah, so maybe it's just like you know tainted me, and it's just it's not my. It's a shame.
1: It's a shame. I, I really was hoping it's going to be interesting and fun.
0: But I don't think I want to watch the the um, Rob Lowe one either, to be honest. <laughs> That's got Donald Sutherland as the one one question I will before you we'll let you get onto your Mats facts. I don't really want to, you know, smash this beast anymore. Um is Straker. What, what is Straker? What is Straker? Is is he like is he like the bitch? You know, like in he's, a vampire he, has a bitch. He's
1: like yeah, he's like the facilitator, isn't he? He's like takes care of business and and you know makes sure that I suppose he's got kind of well supply that he needs to the outside world yeah, without Bamf- Bamf- yeah
0: they have that role don't they i don't know what the yeah. official name of it i can't bloody remember what the official name is it but in like dracula bram stoker says you know he has that sort of come and get the you know get my food and shit like that why has he got like super strength i
1: don't know because he really picked
0: the doctor up didn't he and just fucking rammed him against those <laughs> random animal yeah. oh, that's weird
1: yeah I don't know I really I don't, don't know why, I don't know why he had super strength but James Mason is a fucking legend man he's, he's been in lots of lots of movies yeah you know he, he is a legend in his game maybe yeah. that's
0: why they gave him super strength just for being James Mason
1: James Mason just reminds me of like Eddie Izzard doing his fucking impression but yeah
0: <laughs> right then come on dude I can't trash this movie anymore so let's just tell me tell me some facts about it
1: I have got some facts. Um, not, not a great deal. I was going through them and again, I hate to say it's but a bit like the movie, the, a lot of the facts were boring. <laughs> so, so interesting one was about the actual house. It's just a facade. So it's just the front of, of you know the, the house you see on the top of the hill. It's just a facade that they built. And it cost them $100,000 just to build the front of that house on the hill. Fairly worth it. They basically could have made a real house for that, so I don't know why they just didn't do that. And apparently, inside the house and in the insides that you see in the actual movie, that that fucking cost them absolutely thousands to build as well. So that's probably where a lot of their budget went. Um, George
0: felt, A. Romero. It felt like a, um, a stage production when they were in the house.
1: Yeah, I know. Had that feel. So yeah, um, Romero. Um, George Romero was up to write, uh, sorry, direct this as a movie, uh, but then he decided to drop out when he found out it was going to be a TV show. Um, yeah, and he didn't want the restrictions of TV life affecting the movie. Fair so enough. That, it's really weird how it's probably different now, where TV, you haven't got any restrictions. Yeah. Films, you've got all the restrictions, which is quite funny. Um, in an interview, With uh, Toby Hooper, apparently there's absolutely loads of scenes where the makeup was so bad that it was falling off of people. So, you know, uh, Mr. Barlow, the scene at the end, apparently they had to do so many reshoots because the makeup just was so shit, it kept falling off his face. He looked awful. So, like, they kept literally having to do retakes, which is quite funny. Um, So... Reginalda, which is which plays um, Mr. Barlow, complained apparently because they cut loads of scenes that he filmed in the movie, they cut out. So apparently uh, there's a lot more gory scenes apparently they cut out.
0: That's a shame. Allegedly. allegedly. Maybe that's in the 18 minutes.
1: Maybe. And the final fact and the useless fact is five of the actors out of this movie have been in Star Trek. And one of those was David saw <laughs> That's
0: beautiful. That is a beautiful fact. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. That, That's right. My... <laughs> Genius. What are you rating it?
1: Oh, fucking hell. Oh, I, don't, I don't want to be really, really down on this, but personally, I know people are probably going to be like, oh, how dare you? But... I'd, eat
0: shit. We like most movies. <laughs> eat shit.
1: I'd probably go a four out of ten, man.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you, mate. Four. Like I was I just, like, should I give it an average score? No, it wasn't average, it was below. Well, Some I'm, of giving,
1: the... I'm giving one point for the bird who had the affair our outfit. I liked her outfit, shiny outfit with the high heel shoes. So that's one point. For that. Alright. The other point, I don't know, James Mason's in it. Yeah. But... <laughs> That's another, that's another point. Uh, And I kind of like vampires. So, yeah.
0: Good, good points.
1: But yeah. Four breaths out of 10. Deep, long, boring breaths out of (laughs) 10.
0: Yeah. Don't rush to see this one. (laughs) Right. But the next one
1: is. Hang on. I just want to ask you one question. Would you go and see, let's say, a two hour movie remake of this? (laughs)
0: <laughs> i um yeah of course i would because i'm stupid
1: <laughs> cool. brilliant excellent done um, next question
0: <laughs> who's pick my pick
1: it is your pick yes I'm, I'm excited please save me out of this hole because like i wasn't to know to be fair so you can't really blame me so nah. yeah so it's...
0: i should i do another stephen king no should you, should you stand <laughs> by me on the podcast um okay so just recently come on Shudder. I don't know if you've seen it. I definitely haven't seen it, but I've been wanting to see it. Mm-hmm. It's a slasher with an interesting title. We're going to be watching The Burning.
1: Ah, oh, fucking awesome! Have I've, you seen it? I have not, but I've got it in the packaging, ready to open.
0: What you got? A, a arrow copy. I
1: have got an arrow Ooh, copy. You motherfucker! It. What does that look like? I like? Wanted to see this for ages tom savini
0: i'm looking slasher to, i i mean i like the the you know the poster the fucking cool little um hedge hedge clippers and stuff that i i I'm, I'm looking forward to this i think
1: yeah this has been on the cards mate because we uh, we've chatted about this off the podcast haven't we and we haven't seen it so this would be cool to get us both fresh on this
0: it was either this or uh Sleepaway camp 2 <laughs>
1: fucking love sleep camp that's so, a gem that was a I'm gem hoping,
0: i don't want to get my hypes up too
1: much but... clocks in this one <laughs>
0: yeah. so yeah there you go my pick sleep uh Sleepaway camp i mean uh, the burn <laughs> <laughs> so, they're burn. the burning so good pick mate i'm excited cool next episode then we've got a main review sorted excellent the beach house On
1: it, got that locked in. That's locked in.
0: (laughs) And, um, something to scream about. We uh will come up with something as we always do.
1: It'll be a good one, don't worry.
0: It'll be a good one. And our move from the vault, which I've just pulled right from the vault, is the burning. Boom. I guess there's only one more thing to say when there's no more room in hell. Here's another podcast.
1: I am the devil. And I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath, pod at hotmail.com.